Welcome, everyone, to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Welcome, everybody, to today's broadcast. Jesus, the quantum magician, you can do magic too. That's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, this message is definitely something that I have not been able to find a whole lot of information on out on the interwebs, in the ethos, if you will. And I wanted to uh, share it a bit more clearly for everyone today in a way that I think that we can all kind of digest together. With that said, I want to read the what I consider kind of goofy definition that I found online for quantum mysticism. It says sometimes referred to pejoratively as the quantum quackery or quantum woo. This is a set of metaphysical beliefs that are associated with the practices that seek to relate consciousness, intelligence, spirituality, or mystical worldviews to the ideas of quantum mechanics and its interpretations. Quantum mysticism is criticized by non-believers with expert knowledge of quantum mechanics to be pseudoscience or quackery. So, disclaimer today, this is not a scientific discussion. This is a discussion of consciousness. And by the way, this is a discussion of what I have personally experienced. Now, you can easily write that off if you want. As cognitive bias, I want to experience it, therefore I do. But that's actually what I'm going to talk about today and kind of the weird things that are under the surface of this concept that I think uh, honestly take us into a much different understanding of our, our own self, our collective self, and honestly, the singular self that is you and all that existing being you. So this is a mind-blowing concept today. Again, do not consider this to be any type of, you know, normal scientific advice or anything like that. I am just a explorer of consciousness, uh, different higher ideas of spirituality, faith, paranormal. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. Uh, so we are going to talk about the quantum mind, which is um, kind of like a more widely accepted ideology. Quantum mind or quantum consciousness is a group of hypotheses proposing that classical mechanics alone cannot explain consciousness. Now we're starting to just kind of more understand that on a, on a general uh, level within uh, you know the realm of different types of studies. Um, you can read all kinds of different scholarly papers on these type of things, quantum entanglement, superposition, quantum mechanical phenomenon, um, all fancy words way over my pay grade. Trust me. Um, with that said, um, I'm definitely a big believer in this idea of quantum consciousness. Like I think my thoughts are your thoughts. Your thoughts are my thoughts. I think that thoughts are the thing that we start with that craft our reality and if we have it in our reality it's because that's what we authentically want and you may say well cub i don't want to drive a crappy car you don't understand but i propose that yes actually somewhere in you you do somehow you have that agreement with yourself that you don't deserve a nice car now that is just a like a really base level understanding that's like very very 3d physical world type understanding what I'm going to get into today is like a much higher understanding. We're actually going to read from the Gospel of Thomas and look at the idea that Jesus, Jesus himself was actually a quantum magician. Um, this is a message for everyone today, a universal message, um, open hearts, open minds. 
no matter what faith, race, religion, orientation you are, this is a message for you um, in love and light. Now, this is going to be a more difficult message to accept if you are what I would say highly religious, um, but if you are open mind, open heart, and you're just kind of looking for more more texture on what you already believe, or you're really reworking everything uh, with the events of the last couple of years, it's definitely a place that a lot of people have gotten to. So, uh, Ninja says, I love Gospel of Thomas. Jesus was an Ascension master, according to some stuff I've watched recently. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to get into today. Starting out with verse 48 in Gospel of Thomas, it says, Jesus says, if two make peace with one another and one and the same house, then they will say to the mountain, move away, and it will move away. Now, this is very similar to what we have within the biblical canon, talking about if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll say to the mountain, move, and it will move, right? Okay, so like we all have that understanding of Jesus, like he came to teach faith, he came to teach that uh, he was the sacrifice and that he uh, went to the cross for our sins, or did he? Um, because if you actually look at the red letters, you get a much different representation of who Jesus is. And I'm talking about the words actually attributed to Jesus within the Holy Bible. You have to ask yourself a question, whether you're Christian, agnostic, atheist, new age, whatever, doesn't matter. Ask yourself the question, why is it that the Bible, we have an entire sect of faith dedicated to what we call Christianity, uh, or Christianity, um, why do we have an entire faith dedicated to that? And literally like growing up is like 80%, 90% of the quotes are from other people's opinions about who Jesus was. It was from old Testament, uh, prophecies. It was from new Testament, other followers or believers or people that claimed to have known him or been a part of his movement. Um, and yet now we have all of these other documents with what appears to be, and you can do your own research, I highly recommend it, but what appears to be fairly authentic doctrine or belief systems that Jesus himself would have actually taught, which are largely very different than what we are presented with in the Bible. Uh, and now I love the Bible, no, no, no problem with it whatsoever, but I am not a Bible is word of God type guy. I believe you and me are the word of God, that logos, the divine expression of God. That's actually what that means when we look at, we hear about, you know, uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Um, and then we understand that Jesus is the word. Like we see, we see all that doctrinal theology. Well, that word for word is that logos in the Greek and it means divine expression or computation, which is by uh, association us like we literally wouldn't even be existing if it weren't for this being fully present in us okay not like just a little spark of it but like that's literally the authentic being inside us is this actual word of god that actual divine expression the child of the divine feminine the divine masculine and that's exactly what i want to talk about in the very beginning here if two make peace with one another in one and the same house they will say to the mountain, move away, and it will move away. Now, you can take this on a literal level, which we often do with many, many things within the biblical canon. But I propose that Jesus was more of an esoteric spokesperson here. He was, uh, what's up, Truth That Travels? How are you doing? Ninja, thank you for being here. I love you guys. Sorry. I know I just jumped right in today, uh, but here we go. Um, and so, for me, I look at the esoteric side of the coin, which to me just means is like, let's open up that can of consciousness 
and look at what does it mean within the self, okay? So if two make peace within one house. So oftentimes when Jesus refers to a house or these ascended masters will refer to a house or a temple, they're speaking of the body. So if you are to align the divine feminine and the divine masculine and make peace with the two within the self where there is no duality, it is oneness, you become the child fully, um, then you can say to the mountain, move away and it will move away. Now, I believe, and this is my personal belief, you can totally take whatever you want from this. That's what I love about this stuff. I can't prove that I'm right. You can't prove that you're right. Nobody can. This is just exploration of experiential consciousness on this realm and even beyond for some of us. Um, and so if we can make peace with the divine feminine, the divine masculine within the self, then we become fully the child. Once we gain gnosis of that and realize that we are literally the actual divine child, that son or daughter of God, the very one that went to the cross, the very one that was persecuted. Uh, we are also those that drove the nails. We are the we are the one that was on the cross. We are all of it by um, association and and by truth, uh, by that very very core of knowing that somehow we're not separate from everyone. Like literally, we are God experiencing Himself in all different ways and we are the one child of that divine feminine and divine masculine so that's what thank you anthony says love your works up brother thank you so much my friend uh stupendous says the mountain seems to be uh any issues that may quote trigger the individual then no yeah absolutely so um the mountain can be you know anything and there are people that believe that it's literally that mountain and here's how i propose that that is possible in the 3d world if Jesus were actually speaking of this, and he's not talking about an emotional mountain, he's not talking about uh, the mountain of faith or the mountain of debt or the mountain of whatever that we have. He's talking about a literal mountain that you tell that mountain to move and it moves. Now, does that mean that we experience it in real time? No, because we are in infinity. We are eternal. Therefore, everything is happening all together at once now. This explains things like the Mandela effect. This explains things like, no, I know that logo was like this. This could literally, I think you could take it to a level of deeper consciousness and deeper understanding to say that that, that mountain range literally used to be on this side of the city. I swear it was on this side of the city when I was a kid, and now it's over here. I don't, I don't understand how, did I just perceive it differently, or is it actually, am I in a different timeline? And I think that Jesus was more speaking this is my opinion and my experience of this. I believe he was more speaking about quantum jumping here, quantum timeline jumping. Uh, and I believe that that is what we're talking about here, that you are literally rewriting the code, updating the matrix code at every step of the way. You are fully aware, fully conscious of your ability to manipulate, control, and wield all mastery over the physical universe because you create first in spirit. And that, I believe, is what we're talking about. Uh, the verse that I'm reading is from Gospel of Thomas. Uh, it is verse 48. There's no chapters. It's just verse 48. Um, you can find this at gnosis.org slash nag hamadi library something with a bunch of letters. Um, just go look for Gospel of Thomas. It's from the nag hamadi library collection. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful script. Um, there are, I think, five different translations on there. I'm not even sure which one I'm reading. Um, but go check it out. It's a free resource. If you're interested in quantum consciousness, higher 
uh, mindsets, different uh, types of beliefs around uh, the self and really more of that esoteric side of faith. And definitely Gnosis.org is a beautiful, beautiful resource. Tyler June says, you are bringing it today. I'm pumped up. Thank you, Tyler. Yes, I'm pumped up too. Um, it's been a beautiful week. Um, and in fact, it's, it's been like, I had a really, really crappy weekend actually, but I'm, um, I just kind of came back like with more commitment to what I'm doing. So it's like, whatever, you know, uh, here we are, uh, let's make it happen. Let's, let's do it. So, um, let's see, uh, stupendous says you lost me at the Mandela effect. Uh, I feel like that's just to confuse, uh, the masses like psy pop. Um, good, good point. Stupendous. Now here's the deal. Every time we make an agreement that something is to confuse the masses, we're missing the opportunity to learn from it because everything within ourselves is by all intents and purposes, the only authentic reality. Everything that we perceive out in the world is by proxy. It is, it is the construct. It is the hollows, the matrix. It is the pixels upon which we project our spiritual power. Now, when we begin to understand that, why is it that the person that believes in aliens sees them all the time? Why is it that the person believes in ghosts and specters, they experience them all the time? Or the person that believes in spirits or that uh, the fireplace talks to them or whatever. Like, they just experience more and more and more of their own version of reality. And that's why we have so many different versions of reality all around the world all at once. Now, we do have some similarities between a lot of them, and I'm starting to share those similarities with different cultures, mythologies, faith systems, and paranormal experiences all at once here. And I'm one of the few people that are just kind of decoding, like, let's look at everything as a bigger picture, because my mind is not my brain, it is not my body, it is I'm connected to a quantum mind, we are one being together, and I have the potential to know all things at once in any moment and actually channel and flow a higher consciousness through me. That's what I do here every single day when I go live. That's what I do when you guys ask me questions. That's what all my videos are. This is not my brain. I'm not that smart, guys. I'm telling you, if you think that O-Cub is some intellectual, he's some smart guy, or he's holier than thou, or he's somehow good enough to be a prophet or whatever. No, 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 no. I'm just... I am, I've gotten myself to the point where I, I'm so, I don't know that I just flow and you've got to get, if you want to experience what I'm talking about today, you have to get yourself to the point where you are so, I don't know that you can flow there. There you go. There's our new jingle here. I don't know. So I can flow when you get that from a bird's eye view. Absolutely. MJ. Absolutely. As if we've all been on a playground of duality and we're awakening and returning into unity. Shaman says, yes, Shaman, great segue into the next verse here. I'm going to go ahead and read this. Blessed are the solitary ones, the elect, for you will find the kingdom, for you come from it and will return to it. Now take this and let's let's pull it open and decode it a bit here. The religious individual looks at this and goes, we come from the kingdom of heaven and we will return to it. Like it's it's still a three-dimensional thought concept, even if it's like, the kingdom is perfect. We still imagine it in 3D. Pearly gates, flashing lights, you know, rivers of gold, whatever, you know, however you view it. Um, let's see. Yeah, you can you can chat me uh, anytime. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gnosis.org. G-N-O-S-I-S dot org. Thank you, Ninja, for dropping that down there. Sorry, I misunderstood uh, your, your question, Shop. 
Um, but so as we think about this from, we're going to step into like 5D or higher consciousness here. Now we remember when, when people throw these terms around like, oh, we're into 5D earth now. All that means is like we're in a, a higher dimensional reality where there are more possibilities. Like 3D is a very low vibrating, very much like a set timeline. And we start to see that like timelines feel like they're shifting and splitting like the longer that we are on this earth, right? Um, and so like as we see like 5D earth potential and stuff, we kind of feel like all these different implications. And even like fantasy movies, like a lot of uh, the different, uh, like the new Ant-Man movie and all of that stuff, like explore different timeline options and stuff like that. And all of those things are like, you know, real theories, right? Like we don't have proof of them, but they're real theories. Um, and so I love that idea. Uh, there are different levels of consciousness. Absolutely. So uh, your neighbor may live on 3D Earth and they experience this version. You may live on 5D Earth and you, you experience this. Now, a lot of times people say, well, 5D Earth is more of this positive. Anything can happen. Open mindset, love for all, like, you know, all things are better. But I think that we all experience like you, you get online and you see news and stuff that's like very 3D. It's like what you have in, you know, the book of Revelation where it says you'll see wars and rumors of wars and stuff like that. Um, and so we just see that all the time. And it's like a reminder that like, hey, the Matrix, we're in the control of the Matrix. And so what I'm going to propose at the end of today's session here, I think is is really mind blowing. It's something I've really been vibing on recently. I think there's a lot to it and I haven't figured out how to apply it to every part of my life, but I definitely think that there is something there, something that we shouldn't sleep on. And I'll share that at the end, but it's kind of going to tie all of this up together. Um, and I think really reveal to all of us, like, uh, why can I even do this? Like, why can you do this? Why is it fun to explore faith, spirituality, and paranormal, even with zero proof for any of it right like uh but the proof is in what the pudding it's in it's in the lives of everybody that is experiencing it you guys wouldn't believe all of the interesting stories that i've heard the far out tales the uh experiences with paranormal extraterrestrials things like skinwalkers ghosts um holy spirit angels um psychic beings all kinds of stuff like uh, not beings but beings excuse me i'm from texas um, so crazy, crazy cool stuff, guys. Get a little drink there. Keep going on here. So, um, truth that travels says so many dimensions to scripture. It transforms as we expand our minds. Yes. Yes. Why is it like, you know, I grew up in a church that talked about like the Bible is the living word of God. And again, I believe we are the living word of God. Like literally that truth of God is already within us. Most of us spend our entire young adult life like I did trying to hide from it, run from it, do every sin I could under the sun to just try to fill something in myself that ultimately I don't think it's that we don't know where to look. I think it's that we are absolutely scared shitless to look within. Most of us want to agree that there's something outside of ourselves that will save us. And it's easier for us to buy into a belief system that says there's something outside of you that you need rather than, Hey, the truth was already within you. You've just spent your entire life trying to blot it out, trying to smear it away, trying to cover it in darkness. I've done that guys. Like I can tell you, like I didn't know if I would come back from the brink of destruction um, and thank God that I did like 2020 woke me up in ways that I never thought I could be awake and I never thought I'd be doing this. And I still, I get people all the time telling me that I have heretical doctrine. I'm leading people to hell, blah, blah, blah. 
Like, I don't even believe in hell anymore. I think we are in hell if we make it hell now. And I think we are entering the kingdom if we're already there now. Like Jesus literally said in this document earlier, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Uh, it's not in the ocean. It's not in the air. Uh, Mono says we are already in H-E double toothpick. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I really do agree with that. And, and what I'm going to share at the end is going to expound upon that and actually bring the whole idea of the gospel from a 3D story or mythology or even history into a very esoteric, very much one mind, one consciousness type understanding of what it might actually be. So with that said, um, let's see. Uh, Katrina says they're making people believe in false God and, and that's part of it. Okay. So I want to talk about, uh, the false gods here. Um, and, and here's, um, let me read this next verse and then I'm going to talk about the false gods. Cause there's no false gods. They're all real, right? Like they're all real within the 3d or maybe 5d or 60 or whatever, like other dimensions, but all of the dimensions are still physical even light spectrum representations of truth like truth is so far outside of all of these dimensions like all the way up to 12d or however far you want to go it's still something that you can perceive within a certain version of consciousness like god is like the the authenticity of what we we need to know about god is that he's outside of all of that so far that he literally is just one and he's just there waiting for you to walk up and say, Hey, I am the son. I am the daughter. I am the child of the father and the mother. I am actually literally a part of the God or the Elohim construct that, that we've been trying to understand and really have never understood it because we, we have to put all this stuff on it and, and we have to try to get it in the 3d rather than go, Hey, I don't get it. I'm just going to flow with it and see what happens. Uh, and people are terrified to do that, by the way. What if I'm wrong? What if I'm not right? Um, I've tried to live righteously my whole life, and I've been so far outside of righteousness, so deep into sin, I couldn't even see the end of my own nose. And remember, sin is just out of vibration with the alignment of the truth of God. Um, and I'm not talking about truth according to what we can explain in the 3D or what we can experience even in our own lives. I'm talking about that literal thing that, um, none of this would even exist if it didn't have that light source of the truth and the spirit within it. Um, that's like literally what we're at. So 12D as in vibration, right? Not 12th dimension. So, um, so different dimensions, remember, they are perceptions. Dimensions are perceptional. Realms are transcendent. And that's the best way that I explain them to myself. By the way, I teach myself here every day. I'm not here to teach the class. I'm just, I do this so that I can learn more and kind of have my stream of consciousness and let it flow and then learn what I can from source and move on to the next thing. So with that, the way I understand it is that, you know, all dimensions all the way up to like 12 D or however many you consider, I've heard people consider all kinds of different ones, but the general consensus is up to 12 D and I consider those dimensional. You have like literally like more eyes. You have a third eye you can see in 4 D. Uh, you have now a spirit body or a light body you can see in um, 5D, right? Like, so it's like you have perception. A dimension can be perceived. A realm can literally be outside of those things, and it can have multiple perceptions of that realm. 
we have the earth realm right now there could be a cosmic realm or another earth realm or whatever or a heavenly realm even where like there's highly evolved beings extraterrestrials that might be able to perceive see experience and interact with in a conscious way with multiple dimensions so like think about that let that set in dimensions are perceptional realms are outside of that and they can actually be like different forms of experiencing all those different dimensions or interacting with them consciously uh, now with that god is outside of realm god is outside of time god is outside of space god is outside of dimensions the uncreated we are the created um with the creator within us like the signature of the creator right and so and i'm not talking about the christian god here or the jewish god or the uh, muslim god or the even the new age god here like i'm really talking about something that most of us until you start experiencing it you won't understand it and i guarantee you when you experience it you still won't understand it because i still don't know how that i can sit here and just go on and on and on about you know i have people literally that message me and they go cub you say nothing you're just so full of it you know, you could use your time better if you go, you know, plunge a toilet or whatever. Like, I literally have people tell me that. Uh, and then I have people message me and say, you don't understand what you're talking about. I experienced yesterday. You are so on the wavelength. You are like, you are my flame, my brother. Thank you so much. Like, And so, like, how is it that literally there are so many different perceptions of what I'm saying? Because I am just flowing on a subject that is literally flowing through me. I don't know this information before I share it. And I'm not here to say that I am some sort of perfect divine oracle and you should always listen to me. That is not it. I'm saying you can do it too. And I'm saying that Jesus said you can do it too. And so in verse 50 here, as we get into it, it says, if they say to you, where do you come from? Then say to them, we have come from the light, the place where the light has come into being itself has established itself and has appeared in their image. If they say to you, is it you? Then say, we are his children and we are the elect of the living father. If they ask you, what is the sign of your father among you? Then say to them, it is movement and repose. Like, what, what does that even mean? So let's, let's pull that back. Let's peel it back. Look behind the curtain for a minute here. Where do we come from? You have a higher consciousness. You know that you're like a light worker, a star seed, a mystic, a psychic. Um, you're someone who's like a, deals with trauma and healing people. You are uh, someone who reads cards like tarot. You are someone who just knows things, who is empathetic, who wants to serve deeply. Like you just burn to help help people and, and, and see the world a better place. So like, what does that mean? Well, where do we come from? Where does that like authentic spirit of like, like, I don't even care. Like, I don't want a Porsche. I just want, I just want love. Like, I just want unity. I want a community. And I want to not just have my needs met, but I want to have so much overflow that I can share with others. Like, what does that even come from? Uh, because I'm telling you, most people don't feel that way. Most people don't think that way. Most people are so worried about survival and they will spend their lives going out and getting the money or the fame or the fortune or uh, just the comfort that they need to know that they're well and taken care of. Um, and then there's a whole different set of mindset, which says like, it's the whole, give us our daily bread type thing. And by the way, that prayer, when he said, give us, uh, today, our daily bread, that actual translation is give us today's bread as well as tomorrow's. 
So think about that. Like he multiplied the bread. Like he took and and it's knowing that, hey, if we have today's and tomorrow's and we're taken care of, we're good. We can multiply that for others. Like it's literally miracles. Katrina says that's me. Absolutely, my friend. Jesus is the answer. Christian says absolutely, man, absolutely. And we're talking about quantum Jesus today. You think Jesus is the answer in the Bible? Just wait till you meet quantum Jesus. Wait till you meet Jesus within. Wait till you meet Jesus outside of time and space. Wait till you realize what I'm going to share at the end here, which will blow your mind. And this is all, all coming from a higher consciousness. This is really interesting here. So um, here we go. So if they say, is it you? Then say, we are his children. And I'm going to, I'm going to reword this for myself here. I am the child. I am the elect of the living father. And so you can say that from your point of view too. I am the child. I am the elect of the living father. What is the sign of your father among you? It is movement and repose. What is movement? Okay. Movement is the ability to wield the frequency, to manipulate the thoughts, the emotions, the actions, uh, and the energies around us and uh, the light within us. And repose is also the ability to stop, meditate, to center, and to connect. And so literally what we talked about earlier, this uniting the two, the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Now, this is not gender. This is spiritual energies here. There's a feminine and a masculine energy. The masculine energy is, it's very much like um, it wants to pour out and into um, it wants to go and do something to change something to fix something like whatever. It's that like, I got to go take action on something. But then the feminine says, I'm going to wait, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to be very calm about this. And I'm going to receive okay, and I'm going to receive all that I need. Now, if you could unite both of those where you have everything that you need, all the tools that you need, all of the filling that you need, but you also go out and you actually activate on that and we're not talking about activating on other people here we're talking about all of this work all of this alchemy is within the self by the way yeah absolutely and left brain logical right brain intuition left tends to be masculine right is feminine yes this is like so applicable to everything from the hemispheres of your brain to the psychic energy within you to um even what we're going to talk about like uh, I mean, I think I don't think anybody can argue that like masculine or male is is essentially ego based. Like we have a lot of ego uh, within us, which keeps us a lot into the 3D um, and feminine is very much like in, in more of the love frequency. But like what if we could unite both of those? What if we could live in the world, but not of the world, as Jesus actually said, and like totally have a different experience of life? So. Um, and so movement and repose, literally we have masculine and feminine, like it's more of the feminine energy to have that repose and that peace. It's more of the masculine energy to have that movement, to, to move forward into battle type thing. So like it, all of this is esoteric guys. And we, even within the biblical canon, we look at his words and we go, Oh, that meant this. And that meant that we've got to, we've got to look at it in this 3d timeline of the Bible and try to understand all the connections. Well, why are there connections, by the way? Why are there connections when you read a book that's a fantasy book or you watch a superhero movie and you see the same theme and then you have something in your life that reminds you of that theme and then you learn something from it and all things are connected? It's because all things are connected. Like literally all things are connected. 
And you see all those charts and, and it shows, oh, the Bible connects here and here and here. You have this whole like rainbow cornucopia of connections. Well, I'm telling you, just look at consciousness. Just look at your life patterns anyway. And you'll see a billion more of them, a trillion more of them, infinitely more of them than just what you see on those Bible charts. Because that is based on the principle of this quantum mind, quantum consciousness. The fact that a prophet 2,000 years ago thought of something, said something, and did something, and you saw the signs and the shadows in your own life is no coincidence because it really is there because everything happens all at once in one moment together here now in you. That is the quantum magic I'm talking about of Jesus. When you understand this in yourself and you realize that you don't need to practice, uh, you don't need to go gather this and do that or wait for a full moon or all this stuff. All of that is great and it's cool and I love it. And, and I, I definitely respect all of that. But what I'm talking about is like, it doesn't matter what moment, what timeline, what part of history you're in, what culture you're in, who you are, who you identify as. You literally have the magic of source within you. And all it takes is a unity of self to realize and come into agreement with that. And then everything in your reality begins to change because then you realize that everything you have is because you want it. And if you want to change what you have, you have to change what you want. And if you change what you want, you change what you see and experience in the 3d reality, which is not real. It is all a constructed pixelated version of what is actually in you, the co-creator of the creator. The creator is the uncreated. You are the created co-creator. And you are imaging everything from that seat of source. That thing right here where it says in verse 50. And it says, we come from the place where the light has come into being by itself. The uncreated. It came into its own being by itself. That is the source. The divine feminine and the divine masculine which together unified is that spark of light, that quantum consciousness, that actual reaction that is the self-created. It has established itself and has appeared in our image. Think about that. Like this is so far outside of what you're going to hear from a pulpit, from what you're going to hear in a lot of modern popular books, um, if you read any kind of biblical commentary, uh, you get some really good representations of this actually in the Bible. If you read it uh, with an open mind, without any type of pre-programmed religious construct around it, it's a lot easier to see what's going on there rather than buy into the doctrine and dogma. When you read things like the Bhagavad Gita or the Tibetan Book of the Dead or the Dhammapadas, um, you get into some of the ancient mystic books, the... Um, We've got Emerald Tablets of Thoth. We have looked at um, literally all of this stuff from the Gnostic libraries. Are It's just so amazing for understanding who we actually are, who we authentically are. Isaiah says, I'm here to hear some wise news. Uh, I don't know if I have wise news, my brother, but I got I got something. We got something today. I don't know what it is, but um, if you receive it and you vibe with it, great. If you don't resonate with it, you know, I've got other work. I do more on aliens and stuff like that too. But today is like a big, this is the thought experiment. Uh, you know, we got people to talk about tapping into con uh, the consciousness of the Akashic records. Like, how is that possible? Cause it's all, it's all quantum. Like it's all like, none of this is even real. It's all energies and it's all information. 
and this is merely slowed down in vibration to represent what we already thought. And so my big takeaway here that I've been really playing with lately as my dog barks at the end here, you know, we've got to have the dog bark. So, uh, the wheel of Ezekiel's vision. Yeah, absolutely. So how is it that aliens, spirits, demons, uh, psychic beings, all kinds of stuff all exist all at once together. And some people don't experience any of it. Some people experience one element of it. Some people experience all of it. It's because, and, and why is it that we have gods like we have like Baal and Yahweh and like all, we have a bunch of the feminine gods. We have like all of these like manifestations of the supremacy of source. And it's because we literally create what we need. At some point in history, we needed to worship a God that, that needed this from us. At some point in history, we needed uh, to build a society that was like this. At some point in history, we needed uh, to experience um, the suppression of a God or the enlightenment of a God or whatever it was. Um, and, and same thing goes with extra, like terrestrials and stuff like that. Like I think that consciousness is so tapped in and so tied together that literally you can go as far to say that you are the only being in the universe besides the actual source, the supreme being. You are the child of that supreme being, which is inherently masculine and feminine, put together with a feminine Holy Spirit and a masculine energy source. And that consciousness and that energy source, that consciousness is that feminine Holy Spirit, that energy source is that masculine, what we would consider the God source, flows through all things and allows you to authentically be the child. And I'm not talking about all of us put together. I mean, literally, your actual being is the one created being, save the father and the mother. So, like, think about that. Swim in that. Uh, Mystic Me says the creative is feminine. Absolutely. I got a ton of that, like, creative energy in me, obviously. Blowing my mind right now, Stupendous says absolutely. Uh, Rob wants to know, was that God real? So, here's the deal. They're all real in the 3D. Like, we see, like, Moses received, like, real Ten Commandments from a real God that came down in fire and smoke. That was that representation of like the carnal desire, the carnal God that we needed to sacrifice to. Why was Christ even the sacrifice for those old gods? If you actually look at the authentic narrative, you realize that Christ, that Jesus was the sacrifice for those old gods. Why was that? Because we constructed all of these old, where they were real. They were real in the 3D or even 5D or whatever dimension we perceived them in. They were real, but they weren't real. Now, they were real within our perception of it, but but with, when you peel it all back and you look at the heavens and the earth being rolled up, even all of those, all of those created gods are going to be rolled up too. And it's not that I don't honor all of those cultures and those representations, and, I, and, and here's how I look at it. They're all representations of us. Yahweh in the Old Testament, you know, he, he unalived millions. He wanted all of these sacrifices and it's just like this burning you know fire and brimstone carnal type god like i don't think anybody can argue you look at that and you're like yeah there's some really questionable things that this character did that is literally the manifestation of the carnal uh desires and needs of man to take control to take a people that was not i mean even you know he took the nation that wasn't even really his it was like he said, I'm going to take that one, you know, and then that's kind of where we have it. Well, if you understand that, you know, the whole coming out of Egypt, we even hear that he was, he says, I am Yahweh, your God. I have come out of the land of Egypt. So think about that. Where is Egypt in the chakras? 
Egypt in the chakras is this like lower carnal area moving up into the higher promised land. Like where is the actual throne of God? Like, so it's like all of it. Thank you D for the stars. God bless you, my friend. Uh, those stars really helped me. Um, I haven't promoted at all during this. So thank you. I'm just like going, going, going. Um, so like, you know, I don't have it all figured out. I don't have every little piece of this figured out. I don't know how every piece of it fits together, but I will tell you your perspective is key when it comes to beginning to understand this. And if you stop and you go, I am not separate from my brother or my sister. We are one. Um, if I wrong them, I'm wronging myself. If they wrong me, I'm wronging myself. Like literally that is the type of thought structures that I'm working with now. And it is literally the most freeing, enlightening and transcending thing I've ever experienced in my life because I realized that the only thing that exists for me is the love of that God source, the father and the mother for the child, that love, the divine Trinity is me and father and mother as one source energy, which is consciousness, energy, and expression. We are the expression. It, they, them, the is the energy and the consciousness of it. Like, think about that. Swim in that for a while, guys. Ian says, I agree. Uh, it happened to me as well. Awesome. Absolutely, my friend. Only a reflection of you. We mirror one another. Yes, K. Coloso. Absolutely, my friend. Uh, excellent delivery. Clay says, thank you, guys. I love you so much. I got to jump off. I'm trying to do these later in the afternoon. It pushes me into the evening hours. So I still got to go get to the gym and all that fun stuff. But I did want to tell you, um, I'm working on my website now, working on how we structure things. You can still jump over to my website and join the Mythos Supporter Community or the Charisma Light Warrior Academy. The names on those are going to change a little. It'll still be Mythos and Charisma, but now they're going to be supporter levels. So even if you join today, they are supporter levels. Mythos is your basic supporter level. It's like tier one. Hey, I love what Cub is doing. And at nine bucks a month, I want to make sure he shows up here every day so I can continue to consume content, interact with the community, and jump on a live call every Saturday with him and the rest of the community. That's tier support number one. Number two, the second tier support is 29 bucks a month. So less than 30 bucks a month, that's like all your streaming memberships in one type thing. Uh, for 30 bucks a month, less than 30 bucks a month, you get not only the Mythos community and the live calls on the weekends, but you get access to my ever-growing library. There's already over 100 different video lessons in there where I teach everything around these mysteries that I'm talking about today. I teach you how you figure it out on your own, how I read personally, how I read all the different books, all the signs in the universe, all the signs in myself. It's literally my own mystery type school type academy. Uh, and that is called Charisma Light Warrior Academy right now. But it is about to change to something to the effect of Charisma uh, Mystery Academy or something like that. So uh, because that's really more what it's become. Like we do everything from yoga and meditation to higher consciousness um, to discovering our spiritual gifts. It's, it's all of the stuff that you literally cannot go learn in college, like that you, you are not going to learn anywhere else. And I know many different people have their own versions of this. But if you like my mind and you want to get deeper into it and join with me in more unity, that's a great way to do it. So thank you guys for that. Beyond that, just liking, commenting, subscribing, any types of stars or gifts that you can give. There is a direct donation button on my platform as well on my website. So you can do that too. 
Um, if you enjoyed this, thank you. Please share it with a friend. God bless you. Don't forget, I have a YouTube channel. It is uh, YouTube and then at A Apple Cub Cooker, C U B K U K E R. Uh, you can find me over there. So don't forget to follow me there for all the long form content as well as the short content every day. Um, we're going to continue doing more of this type of stuff because it's really what I'm on lately. Um, and that's what all of this is a representation of is what I'm on lately. So like, what am I vibing on? Where am I at? Like, where am I really, uh, finding the fruit at, uh, within my own spiritual walk? Cause mine is yours. Yours is mine. And it's just too weird how, if I'm here at this point, so many of you guys are at that point too. And like, there, there's just no, I mean, I put a video out yesterday. There's no coincidence. Uh, one of the girls in our, our community said, you know, like, this is weird that I found this. She was like, I literally woke up with this thought. I've never had it in my life. I woke up with this thought. And then I see your video on the fact that we are not of one mind. We are one mind. And like, that's just the weirdest thing. Thank you. Doug says your content is the best. Love you, my brother. Thank you. So, uh, we are one mind. We're not of one mind. We are one mind. Uh, you, you sense that you have individual thoughts because your ego is the filter that allows you to actually stay rooted in the 3d reality without your ego. You literally would just poof and you would literally be in spirit. You'd be in that light and in that consciousness, uh, detached from that expression. Because once you join again, you become uh, part of that source energy again. Right. And so we've talked a lot about like reincarnation cycles and the fact that all of our constructed gods in the construct um, are manifestations of our need to stay grounded in this reality. And as we stay grounded in this reality, we create more opportunities for us to stay grounded in this reality. And the ego is always going to tell us something that keeps us more grounded in this reality. So um, oftentimes like people, you know, I, I do too, like we'll get downloads on uh, different 3d things. And we just have to be really honest about like, um, even if that's like really cool that like, oh, I'm a star seed or I'm from like, you know, um, a beautiful extraterrestrial race that like wants to enlighten humanity. That's still a manifestation of a much deeper truth. That is, there is no us. It is I, that's the, I am, that's the authentic I am, which was stolen by how many other gods. I mean, it's not just within the biblical canon, but all over the place. There's some, that whole, I am ideology runs deep. Um, and it's all telling us the same thing of I am like I am. So thank you guys. I hope that makes sense. Uh, if it doesn't, don't worry, just come back, keep vibing on it, swim in it. Uh, sometimes you just got to jump in the Kool-Aid, right. And swim in it. Um, and to really get what it's get what it is. So anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, absolutely. Um, indie gamer. Um, I'll talk more about that on another one, but that's, that's a very good point. And, and I understand like I, um, I've been always trying to like, I, I just want to mention Indy's comment here. Um, I won't read it exactly, but, but my spin on it is like, I have always been looking for like, what's the name of God? I need to know the name of God. God is the unnameable. He, he, she, they, um, is so much a part of you that why are you trying to name something that need no name? It just needs to be known. Like, think about that. Oftentimes we're like, well, who do I pray to? Do I pray to Yahweh? Do I pray to Elohim? Do I pray to El? Do I pray to God most high? Do I pray to 
whatever. Like, and, and here's the deal. Those are all physical names on our lips. And, and I love like the Hindu representation of the Om, that the, the sound of creation, like to me, it should just be experienced. And as we pray, like I, I say father or source, uh, or father, mother, or, uh, supreme being or Hey, you, you know, like, so I'm not very like religious about it. I just try to approach it with like, just a deep sense of like, I just want to, I just want to experience like, and so, um, if you guys want something actionable, you can do, I'm going to try to start ending the podcast every day with an action, um, besides support me, which please, please do, um, www.cubcooker.com. Uh, but an actionable thing that you can do is, uh, to ask every day, um, to ask source every single day, um, and say, Hey, I want the mysteries to be revealed to me. And I don't care, um, what it has to deconstruct in my life. Uh, whatever the cost I I'm willing, I just want to experience the authentic reality and remember who I authentically am. Because you're not learning who you are, you're remembering who you are. Um, and that's been my experience. Um, so I hope, I hope that that helps. So go try that. If you do feel like it's like, it's too much all at once, you know, you can back off. Um, I also ask God to do it lovingly and in the right amounts for me to learn and remember um, as much as I can at once where I'm not just overwhelmed. Because if you just ask for this to drop on you, um, I can almost guarantee you, because it was for me one of the most shocking events of my life. It changed where I lived, how I lived, what my business was, the fact whether that I had a business or not. Um, I had to start this whole new thing that I'm doing, which had to. I mean, yeah, it's horrible that I had to do this. I love what I'm doing, guys. Now, with that said, I'm really hoping we grow this because, you know, I uh, it's been tight uh, for the last year, me trying to do this and really grow this and um, replace that business that I lost because of this. So when I when I say approach this and ask for it to be in love uh, and with compassion on you, um, I mean that cause I was just, I just asked for it all at once and man, it was like, boom, 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 hit after hit after hit. And finally we are just, um, we're getting to see the physical manifestation of that. Now I was also able to condense a whole lot of time because of that. Um, but do, um, approach this like at your own risk, uh, because just your consciousness can get shook so much from this. That's why most people don't do it. Why is the path narrow? Why is it the middle path? Nobody goes within. Nobody wants to. Everybody's afraid to. What if this changes? What if it's not comfortable, Cub? Yeah, it's not comfortable. I'll tell you that. Well, what if I don't have like a person to look to to say that's the way or that's the... I get it, guys. I get it. Um, and and you will continue to find. Like seek and you will find. And that idea too is seek and you will find what you seek, by the way. You are guaranteed to find what you seek. If you seek more money, you'll find it. You seek more fame, you'll find it. You seek more authenticity, you'll find it. You seek more opportunity, you'll find it. You seek more truth, you'll find it. Um, and so it's whatever magnetically our heart really, really wants. Like if you're like, God, give me all truth and understanding of who I am, but all you really want is a red sports car, you're not going to get either of them because you haven't even been honest from the beginning about what you want. And so that's one of the things that, that I do teach in my course is like, uh, that authenticity and really finding what your alignment is like, what, what moves you forward? Because, 
Um, oftentimes that'll get us to the next point and then we can redirect and shift and go, okay, that's what I wanted for that season, but now I really want this. Or you, you really begin to understand what your heart actually wants. Um, and the more you do that, the more of an authentic, beautiful reality you can co-create for yourself. So, uh, what you seek is seeking you absolutely stupendous. So I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful afternoon. I will see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Peace.